welcome back to It Hurts to Be Pretty podcast. I'm Angel Renee, the host of It Hurts to Be Pretty. And I'm Lexi Wilk, and we are sitting in the presence of a true goddess today. (laughs) (laughs) We promised you an angel from heaven, and it's not me. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like literally one of our favorite, hottest. Not only is she a client, I can say that out loud, can I? Mm-hmm. Um, after you, you say it, after I say it, oops, if not, sure. take it out. Um, but she became quickly one of my friends. We went out to dinner, and she's new to Denver, actually. Mm-hmm. And how we met before you introduce her, how we met was a bunch of people were tagging me. Mm-hmm. You were looking for someone to do your skin, and a bunch of our followers were tagging my name. It was and an overwhelming response of because I'm like I'm new to Denver. Where do I go for skincare? It was like. Everybody hands down angel aesthetics. I was like, okay, I got to get to know this bitch. (laughs) I need to help me. And I think from the moment we met, it just like took off and I just like, she gets me, I get her. Mm -hmm. But yeah, why don't you introduce us? To the great one. (laughs) To the great one. The one and only Whitney Johns. So she has been a trainer and coach for over 10 years, a professional bodybuilder and owner of a fitness program and app called Fit With Wit. Which I have, by the way. Same, but I've never used it. Yes. We got to get you hooked up. (laughs) And also a supplement line. So I'm really excited to hear about that. But why don't you kind of introduce your background, why you moved from L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Why Denver? Well, I was in LA for eight years. I really liked it. I felt like I had kind of squeezed the juice out of a lot of the opportunities there. And at that point, my business was all transitioned to online. So it was sort of like the pandemic hit. It it just turned into a nightmare. It was such bad energy. It was really expensive, but really dirty. And the homeless problem was just really devastating and sad. And, um, And then... I started dating Chris, my boyfriend now. We were kind of going back and forth. I had always really liked Denver. I'm from Boise, Idaho originally. So Mm. Denver, whenever I would visit in the past, it was always like, oh, this kind of feels like home, but cooler and bigger. (laughs) And it was like I just needed a change of pace somewhere central where I could still travel in and out of. So I'm like, well, Chris, I'm not moving here for you. (laughs) (laughs) Just as long as we have that established. How long have you guys been dating? Um, Two and a half. Is it two and a half? Yeah. Two and a half years now. Yeah. So we... And you guys met online. Yes, we did. Instagram, he, in the DMs. Yep. Oh. We had a mutual sponsor. So we both, he kind of like had been following me for a second. And someone sent him my story. And he replied to me thinking he was replying to his friend, like <laughs> drooling. Oh, my God. She's so hot. Blah, blah. And <laughs> That's I was, what we do on your pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he sends a, a message an hour later that was like, oh, sorry, that wasn't meant for you. And at first when I read it, I was like, what an idiot. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not falling for this. And then I looked at his pictures and I was like, oh, he looks like a really genuine person. Went down the rabbit hole. So I responded back, kind of gave him shit. And then once I met him, I was like, oh, you're actually like really terrible with technology. I actually believe the story. (laughs) Like he didn't know what he was doing. So yeah, it was, it was, yeah, and the rest is history. Cute. You guys he's are so an, cute. He's Thank an you. athlete as well, right? Yes. He's an MMA fighter. He's been a professional fighter for, I think, 16 years, UFC vet. And yeah, 
it's a scary sport, but yeah. it is um, for me. Like the the, the women and the yeah. girlfriends and the partners of the people that are doing it. It's kind of I'm like we should retire soon, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he just recently fought, yes. and I know you were a little nervous about that. So because, nervous. Yeah. It was a bare knuckle. It oh. was his first bare knuckle. You know, he's done MMA for a long time. He's done. Um, kickboxing he's done all the things but yeah that one was scary you always being into fitness have you always been attracted to men who are in fitness or could you could you date like a regular guy that has like a beer belly (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny like actually i've never been into i guess the typical bodybuilder dudes that are like obsessed with being shredded i'm like there's only room for one of us like narcissizing in the mirror okay um, yeah it's just like look true. at my muscle look like, at my muscle you like, can't be more shredded than me my role. does anybody care no okay i was never into that but i've always i guess i've gravitated toward athletes or people that train and understand the mentality of that because mm-hmm. it is like a 24-7 lifestyle discipline where, mm-hmm. yes, you know, we go out, we have fun, we have a good time, but it's also like you get right back on the next day. It's, a, it's sort of a way of, of being, so you kind of have to have that in common or your life is just off. Like you too don't different. have a lot. Yeah, it's too different. What inspired you to pursue this industry and become the fitness goddess that you are? <laughs> yeah, have you always been fit? Like... I started lifting with my dad at like 16 years old because okay. it was literally the only thing I could do athletically. Like I tried all the team sports. I made an ass of myself. I tried dance, cheerleading. I just wasn't like coordinated. I feel like there's a synapsis that doesn't fire with me. If you mm-hmm. give me too many steps, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but like my dad took me to the gym and I'm like, I can do 16 bicep curls. This is fine. So I feel like it was the one outlet that I had of mm-hmm. like all this athletic pent up energy. I'm a very like physically centered person, I guess. So lifting and fitness kind of made sense for me because it was like, oh, I can do this, right? Yeah. So then I got obsessed with it and then I start I got into competing and I was still kind of doing different business pursuits, trying to figure out what I really wanted to do and nothing was really clicking and the corporate world like sucked my soul out of my body of just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. But, and so I was like, what would I do for free? And really it was fitness. And at that point I had overcome a lot of health challenges as well. And I'd done a, a ton of research on just supplementation and, and nutrition and how to really feed my body and fuel my body properly. So I was really obsessed with it and I was always giving people advice on it. And I'm like, why don't I just do this? So then I made it my full-time gig yeah mm. did you do it in LA or mm-hmm. okay. I started training clients in LA shout out West Hollywood Equinox mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard that's the best one interesting place it was really cool you you meet a lot of really interesting characters there and <laughs> it's also really inspiring you're literally dealing with the most beautiful people in the world and you know all these models and actors that are coming in here so it was really cool and expiring. It was very uh, good to network. Are you taking your brain activate? Yes. Yes. Take She's it licking now. it. Because it will, it, I, it will just, kick in. Oh, it will. Okay. Yeah. So this is, okay, hold on. It's dripping. <laughs> She's taking my supplement right now. Good. Brain activate. It is a, this is the gel format. And we have the powder and the gel, but this is a a nootropic. It's a natural brain support and mm-hmm. focus cognition supplement, but it's also, Should has I put a, it in my mimosa? 
Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'm just, messi- I'm just messing with you. I feel like you just as some sort of a mix- <laughs> mixer. And it really helps with kind of firing your brain on. It helps with ketones too. So I've had clients that report literally losing a ton of weight just from only adding brain activate to their mm. – because it helps kind of kick you into ketosis. It's MCT oils. So it gives you a really nice kind of clean, sustained energy and focus throughout the day. I wow. love it. Yeah. So it does kick in right away because I'm – one with because I do have some of your supplements where I'm like, you have to is take it, it every working? Day. Yeah, <laughs> I tell them I take a multivitamin. And I'm like, did it work today? I don't know. <laughs> right. Like I'm just one of those that I want like this miracle. You want this instant, instant yeah. gratification, and I with brain activate you you will feel it within you know. The, the gel is faster, like 30, 20, 30 you guys minutes. Sound like, By the end of the podcast, suddenly she's like rapping and DJing in 30 minutes. We'll see. But then there's this stuff like my hormone, women's hormone support and like the active that's the more of a daily where you have to take it every day on an ongoing basis. And it is harder, especially in terms of marketing that kind of a product because everybody wants the fast fix. But I'm like, look, if you were to just look at our clinicals and just look at the data of daily use for 30 to 90 days, you can see some real changes coming into play, but it's harder to track for people because they're like, if I don't feel it tomorrow or right. an hour, yeah. like, is it working? It's people like so. me that are impatient, but <laughs> honestly, because I didn't start working out and I've been open about this on the podcast about what, this is my third year now. I started off once a day. I mean, once a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's pretty impressive. No. Once a week. <laughs> once a week. I started off once a week. And then I would reward myself with white claws. The rest you did, of the <laughs> yes. Because I'm like, damn, bitch, you did good. You're like I got a workout. You in. worked out. Look at you. <laughs> I was legit proud of myself, and um, it becomes an addiction, right? Totally. And so, barely now am I more fascinated, especially at my age of 44. Like, okay, I need supplements. I need other things because mm-hmm. I'm busy and I don't have time to just be eating. You well, know, and just even the the nutrition from our food. It's really hard to get all the nutrition that we actually need that our body really needs just through food consumption. Unless you want to make eating your full time job, mm-hmm. you need a little help here and there. Yeah. So it just depends on your needs and and all that. But okay, what came first, the supplements or the app? The app. So because I love the app, and I'm not even trying to toot your horn because I've been doing toot that. Toot it. In. <laughs> toot it in, toot it. Um, no, I joined it because when I go to the gym, I'm one of those that I don't know the names of things, mm-hmm. and you have videos. It breaks of, it all down okay. so of you- how to do it. Because I don't know, if she would have just said, do a Russian deadlift, I'm like, okay, which one is the Russian deadlift? You gotta Google it. Yeah, yeah. you wanna make sure So that- she has these videos yeah. of like, arm day, leg day, all of it day, and then you just follow this routine. I don't use it as diligently, but when I don't have a trainer and I don't know what to do that day, yeah. I'll open your app and I'll just do some of the moves. Yeah. I always just tell people, like, if you just don't want to think and get a workout mm-hmm. in and, and yeah. train your whole body and, like, let me do the thinking for you. Yeah, the app started first. I'm so glad you're using it. And it has, like, a meal plan that kind of breaks everything down because I think that's the biggest thing when clients – I've been working with clients for a long time. I started out in person. Then I transitioned into my app and my online programs. And so I deal with a lot of people that – They're just like, I just don't know what I need to do. I know that I need to exercise. I know I need to eat better. How do I do it? And how do I do it for my body? So to create a personalized, it's very tailored to your own needs. Mm -hmm. So I love it. It, you know, it helps just as a guide for people and just raising your 
education level and your gym IQ, I guess you could say. What are some of the questions that are asked on the app to determine the best plan for you? So for Mm -hmm. example, I have been saying I'm going to start working out for three years now and I just (laughs) haven't, Mm -hmm. but I got the nutrition thing down. Mm -hmm. So a beginner on the app, what does that look like? So it'll ask you kind of your experience level, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, obviously your age, your stats, your weight, your height. What? Do, okay, what do we need? What, are you looking to build muscle or lose fats? And a lot of it, it's, it comes with weekly updates, too. So we can kind of see, okay, what's happening with your body measurement-wise? And... Um, your body fat, like what's happening there? And, and do we need to go into a bulk? Do you really want to build a booty? Maybe that means we need to have a little bit of extra calories for the next three months or so. And you're going to be lifting heavier that instead of trying to diet, a lot of people try to starve themselves, but they also want to build an ass. And I'm like, that's not going to work, babe. Like it's just, <laughs> you have to have the calories to build the muscle building blocks. Right. So, um, and a, a big so thing. I keep the little chunky monkey back there. I know. You got to keep that. <laughs> yes, I love that. And the first <laughs> climber class we went together, I was like, is this why your ass looks like that? <laughs> like, What <laughs> class did you go to? Climber? Climber. Yeah. It's a hard Actually, one. I like those. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Again, I'm a trainer and I'm like, sometimes I just don't want to think about what I'm doing. I could tell myself what to do, but I just want someone else to tell me what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. So, yeah, sometimes it's just better. Get some guidance. So back to your post-workout white claws. Have you seen (laughs) alcohol really impairing people from getting the results they want? You know, it's one of those things because the biggest, I guess, approach and and I guess thing that makes me different from my in my training programs and my supplement line is I believe in balance, too. I don't believe in prescribing a diet and workout program that's going to be unsustainable. And also super stressful for the client that they their brain explodes and they're like, mm-hmm. this is just too much. I can't be perfect, right? We're not robots. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is fitting in what we like too. Mm-hmm. And that includes your favorite foods and little treats and cheats and alcohol. I drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend doing it, you know, every single day if you're trying to be in a, a deficit because that makes it really challenging. Once you start tracking your calories, you see the data. Oh, okay. I'm way over on my calories. But if it's a couple times a week or you have a cheat meal or you have a fun... Uh, give yourself permission and don't stress about it. And then kind of keep your shit in line on the rest of the week. Like mm-hmm. make sure that you're, if you have a night, I always tell my clients where I'm like, if you know you're going to go out and you're going to go have dessert, you're going to go ham, you're going to have drinks, skimp on your carbs a little bit that day or your fats, like track your calories and then adjust where you need to, because it will all kind of come out in the wash, but you can adjust in ways that it will allow these these favorite things and these favorite behaviors and treats into your life without falling off the wagon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you have to find a way of like, okay, what's realistic? Are you going to actually work out five days a week or are you going to work out two or three? Okay, let's go with a two or three day plan. That's realistic. Then we can at least make sure we're hitting all the muscle groups in your body. Um, you know, just work within the framework of what is realistic in your lifestyle first. Mm-hmm. And then we can ramp up to perfection, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But if you try to bite off more than you can chew, you're going to get frustrated and feel really defeated and like a failure and just say fuck it and, right. and quit the whole thing. So I think it's just you have to have more of a sustainable approach. Yeah. So being a model and bodybuilding, have you always had a healthy relationship with food or is it something you had to work towards? Something I definitely had to work towards. I used to have 
especially when I was competing, this is my one beef about competing. I really love the bodybuilding world and what it's done. And it's, it's very inspiring for people to go and kind of try to get there, but they will kind of cut corners and take these shortcuts and go to extreme measures that are really damaging to your hormones that are, you're not going to be able to sustain the results afterwards. You might be able to So when you say cut corners, because I'm not familiar with that world, what is, what do they do when they cut corners? So there's a lot of, you know, there's like the fat burners of the world, or they're taking like these stimulants, or they're taking even like steroids or things like that, where they're cutting corners that are messing with their hormone levels and then also just their ability to sustain that and it will what will happen is they might get in shape for that competition they'll get in the heels they'll look great they'll bring their greatest package to stage maybe win but their they've done 70 minutes of cardio every day for the past six weeks and they've been starving themselves they've been in a major calorie deficit their body is their metabolism is completely damaged at this point and so are their hormones and so so you'll see a lot of these bodybuilders that will literally mm-hmm. yo-yo and get f- blow up mm. and then flow blow up flow up <laughs> the flow up <laughs> i know you meant the, the flow up the flow up bro it's real the flow. especially in that world where it's like and then it's they're so frustrated and defeated because but it's like they've just done a bunch of damage to their body mm-hmm. so i think it's one of those things where you have to keep it in in check to where it's actually something you could sustain later. Yeah. Because if not, what's the point? You might have gotten skinny for a bikini for your vacation in Mexico, but like if you've been starving yourself, now it's going to take six months to get back into homeostasis where your hormones Mm -hmm. are fucked, right? You know, that also happens um, because I see a lot of brides and um, they get super fit for their wedding. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bitch, that was you? Yeah, like, wow. Right? I can't even believe that shit. And then their husband's and like, what I'm did like, I marry like on. two months later because they, on. <laughs> they get back from the honeymoon and they flo- yeah. flow up. They're like, you, they, they flow up. They, <laughs> they float on up. <laughs> They've been punked. <laughs> their husband's like, God damn it. <laughs> I but mean, yeah. it's hard to to maintain that frail that body. Level of like perfection too. Yeah. Where it's like, you can't live like that. And that's why I always tell people, I'm like, Maybe if you're on a real weight loss mission, don't drink alcohol for a couple of months, maybe, or Mm -hmm. do it once a week and be more monitored about it. But you know, if you know you're going to go back to drinking three times a week, then find ways to to build it into your plan, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why deprive us? Like, for me, I'm just like, why deprive the joys in life? (laughs) Cheers, bitch. (laughs) We can't touch glasses. Oh yes, it was bad. No bad luck. No, I think that's good because um, I think some people go so dramatic and like will cut out, you know, go hard on no alcohol. And then, you know, the first drink, then they binge and then. And then they're completely off the wagon. Totally. And it's like. So trying to find a middle balance. Yeah. Let's find a balance there. My issue with drinking, it's not the night of. I can control my drinks, but it's the next day hangover. Like all I want to eat, carbs, 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 carbs. Totally. So that's, I think, Well, that's my biggest thing too is like if you can hydrate in between. Like I have a few Mm -hmm. rules around alcohol too. Like there's certain things that are better to drink than others. You know, like if you're What's your favorite drink? A Negroni. (laughs) (laughs) I love gin. I'm a big gin girl. I like wine too, but wine is high higher in sugar so I have to watch it I'm like okay two glasses of wine 
um, Max or, or I'll, I'll do like clear like Blanco tequila or yeah. clear liquors versus like the whiskeys and, and the dark liquors are have a little more higher in sugar content. If you can hydrate in between, if you can make sure that you're taking electrolytes that night and magnesium, there's ways to kind of counteract and biohack your ability to be a degenerate. <laughs> She's, she knows the tricks. Yeah, you give guys. us all the tricks. Yeah. What electrolytes should we be drinking? If you find like a trace minerals is a really good one or a trace minerals, if you just have a few drops in your water, it literally will replace a lot of your potassium, your magnesium, mm. your sodium levels that are because that's that. the biggest thing. We have when it upstairs. Oh. When you're dehydrated from a hangover is when you crave. This is why I always ta- tell people about their cravings. If you have certain cravings, it means you're probably mineral deficient. So keeping up, like even if it's getting IVs, if you're always partying, get IVs like a couple, once a month or something or daily kind of trace mineral replenishment. Because if you're mineral deficient, then you're going to start to see – tune into your cravings. If you have sweets cravings, that means – you could be deficient in certain things, or it could be that it's emotional stress. Like there, your cravings are telling your body something, right? So finding ways to, okay, like make up for that. Um, I'm like, be a total piece of shit and then just take things. <laughs> take some minerals. <laughs> It'll fix everything. It'll fix That's everything. That's not what I'm saying, but you know me. Me with magnesium. <laughs> I know, her magnesium. I know, every, every night. Um, That's good. No, I wanted to ask you because when I first met you <clears> – <throat> Obviously, you have this fit body. When I first moved to Colorado, I noticed that everyone was fit here, mm-hmm. um, and but their faces looked older mm-hmm. because they it's took so care of here. this, and then no one took care of this. And I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to plant my business. Totally. Um, <laughs> like, this is a gold mine. <laughs> I'm all, clearly. All these butter faces. <laughs> clearly. Butter faces. Um, no, but they just, it's almost like they knew, ex- like, how to take care of their body, just not their face. But I noticed you had a great balance. Like, you had been taking care of your skin. Had you Thank always you. been taking care of your skin? Or? Well, when I came to you also, I was, like, had really broken out. I've had horrible skin actually. Mm. And I think that a lot of it was because I had dealt with a lot of one of the other big pillars that I teach about is gut health, hormone health, mental health, because I had gut health issues. I had chronic pain. I had inflammation. I had deficiencies. I had a lot of these issues. And this is one of the reasons why I coach people on this stuff. Mm. Um, But my skin as a result, especially when I was competing, bro, it was bad. Like my skin Acne. was fucked. I had really good skin up until I was probably 20, in my 20s. And then it was like adult acne, hormonal, mm. skin was bad. And like I had a really bad habit of just wearing too much makeup and then working out and like going all day. And I had really bad habits around my skin. And so I finally, probably my last like couple years in LA, I started, I found somebody in LA that was a good esthetician who we did religious like dermaplaning treatments and peels. And so when I found you, I was like, perfect. So she does even more of like, you take it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Um, your I really like your treatments because they're very thorough. Like mm-hmm. you don't just handle one aspect of things. You like, you offer yeah. single singular, <laughs> but you kind of like are the full package. Um, so even when I came to you, that's why I was like desperately just like followers, help me. I need to find someone in Denver and everybody was pointing to you. So I've, mm-hmm. but yeah, the answer is no, I've really had struggles with my skin. So I really appreciate now where I'm like, yeah, some days I don't even wear a stitch of makeup. <laughs> this is amazing. I was going to ask you, do you wear makeup to the gym? 
No, I don't I, think I've ever seen you at the gym. I've seen your boyfriend. Yeah. Because we go to the same gym here. I know. I but, never see you. Um, I, sometimes I'll wear like a light tinted moisturizer just to like not scare people because I'm like, it depends on the day. But for the most part, I try to at least make makeup wipe it off before I work out or, you know, I, I try to do no makeup. But I used to be really bad about makeup during workouts because it was like I was going all day. It was in the middle of my day. Oh, yeah. And so, you're Because when I work out in the morning i don't wear makeup but when i do it like after work and i've forgotten i could tell that some of the people are like is that the same girl because <laughs> i look totally different with, i clean up nicely people because I, I go at 5 30 a.m looking homeless do you do 5 30 god girl. 5 30 6 30 so it's like when i go That's in impressive. at a four o'clock they're like is that the same girl that she just doesn't look the same but um but yeah i just wanted to ask because i didn't know sometimes i'm like am i just being lazy like i don't mind going with makeup because i'll just wash it when i'm done right but like because what are you think are the rules for that like do um, you I'm, have to no i'm fine like honestly as long as you wash your face after like, that's right my after. main rule yeah, yeah because a lot of times they do a 30-minute drive home, even a 15-minute drive. Then they go relax, then they go check their mail. Yes. And by this time, the sweat, dirt, and oil just mm-hmm. sitting in their pores. Just and if you're acne prone, then it's, then it's you know, not good. But Totally. Yeah, I just think that's my number one rule for... Well, I think the it. biggest thing, because I know you're big on also, like, you're... It, and I've worked with a, f- with a few people in your office as well, not just you, but everybody's also big on... Not just the skin topical, but like what's going on internally mm-hmm. because it affects everything. Yeah. And if you you can go get all the st- skin treatments in the world, and if your gut health is all fucked up, and so is your so are your hormone. It's the same thing with fitness. You can diet and work out all day long, but if those components aren't in place, you're still gonna have problems. Yeah. It's like you're kind of like pouring water on this enormous forest fire. Right. You're like it. You gotta fix internally first. So. I like that you guys have that approach. Thanks. So we're about 30 minutes in. Have you felt your brain activate kick in? Oh, my God. I'm going to, like, start speaking Spanish. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I definitely. I'm yes. more alert. I'm definitely, like, the vibes are here. So okay. I'm ready go. to talk about all things sex because I want to know. <laughs> Fired up. I want to know your favorite position. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just settle it. Now. I love it. It's like the skincare podcast <laughs> turned kinky. I mean, I do have a treatment, which is one of your favorite treatments After called yes. Sex Glow. After is one Sex of my Glow, favorite. because sex really does give you a really great glow. Well, so, isn't it amazing for your skin too? Yeah. Like orgasm in general is amazing mm-hmm. for your skin. Yeah, it is. Gets the blood flow going. Mm, many other things. Um, okay, my favorite position. Wait, I feel can like, we guess? Okay, let's guess. Yeah, guess. Because I, I know her and him. And if I was watching, um, I would say... I feel like it's something freaky, but also... Like maybe doggy style. I was going to say doggy style with like a twist, maybe. No, no, no. I feel like either doggy style or her with one of her legs up. <laughs> oh, or him like holding her. I don't oh, know. yeah. Like him holding yeah. her. I think, honestly... Well, it's funny because I feel like... We're every, going everywhere I'm like, Everyone has their, like, go-to positions yeah. when they're just like, okay, I need to come. Like, now let's yeah. do this. Um, but I have a few where it's like, okay, these are my favorite. I would say doggy style. Mm-hmm. I would say laying with my legs up on the shoulders and him holding my Ooh, hips up. Yeah. Like, that is, like, always a guaranteed come. And then on top is always hot. Yeah. I also like the side doggy style where you're kind yes. of like, side is nice. Underrated. It's so underrated. It and hits I feel a like new spot. um 
It does I, hit mm. like just the right. I feel like there's. I said, mm. The, mm. She's mm. like, goddamn. Angels, <laughs> angels <laughs> off in her own brain little land. Brain activate. <laughs> I'm all, yes. It's the juices mm. flowing. <laughs> I didn't know I moaned. Moaning. <laughs> mm. Yes, girl. Yeah, yes. I think like, I feel like the G spot is so like, people are so one dimensional about the G spot, and it's like, you need the G spot stimulated from like all angles. I've never had a G spot orgasm. Oh, you, you have never, yes. never. You gotta do. Try some like. It's like you see the heavens with yourself with like a little like vibrator <laughs> okay. clit action like at the same time, and then yeah. so you can find it first because yeah. like God help these poor men, you know, like they don't know unless we know where our G spot so is. So bad. We you so if you explore yourself like with like a dildo or something, and then you find it, and then you're like, okay, this is it. It's three inches up do the come hither yeah like that will be mm. a better way to, you can direct them better when you're like right. well i've already fucked myself like this <laughs> so i have a question though because i have found it with my fingers but a dick is long and straight at least my man's is straight you should have him play with a dildo right looking at me i don't have a man because <laughs> at i'm least like my man's it's is more straight. Even about like the, <laughs> the motion because okay. like a guy when he's like I'm like Slow I'm not a sex expert. Yeah. I'm not a Slow doctor, but I feel like <laughs> a they don't know. Like they're thrusting because it feels good for them, but they right. don't know exactly. It's like the it's like this mo- mo- motion. That's okay. why a lot of like squirting videos, which I wish I could squirt. Same. I can't squirt on demand. I just found out that it's just pee, basically. Yeah. So it, basically, no, it's like water. It's, it's like a liquid, water. fluid, it's a fluid. It's yeah. not. Um, but it has pee, right? I'm That's not. A, I heard. Yeah, I heard. I heard it has pee, but. I, I'm not one either. I, I mean, I haven't found a guy that could trigger that. So I've done uh. it, it like involuntarily, not knowing that I was doing it at the time. But I've never been able to like be like, okay, I'm, we're gonna squirt now and, mm-hmm. and let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's always from the same unintentional kind of G spot stimulation in that way. So I think it's like even if your guy is cool with toys and stuff, oh totally, then it's like then he can use that motion it's like he's probably not gonna be able to do that himself i'm gonna go to fascinations after this what what's something that you could what's some advice you can give to women because i really feel to to be good in the bedroom you have to be a confident woman yeah um because you know a lot of women want to wear the big t-shirt the lights off that's me you know it's like it's a lot to be vulnerable totally i think i don't even think that it's so much confident as um because people are like oh easier said than unconfident fuck you right and that but it's like after looking at you yes no but i mean in in general they're like well i don't feel confident but i think if it's like if you find a safe place to be confident enough to speak commands a little bit that's hot to a man yeah and it's like if you can feel confident enough to ask for what you need is the biggest thing it's not about feeling confident like i'm so hot it's about feeling confident like I would like an end result here and I would like for you to help me get there. So here's what you need to do, babe. Like, do it. Let's have fun. I think that's the kind of confidence people need to bring because if it's like you want to try something, like I was Mm -hmm. telling you guys, this is what you're like, we got to talk about sex is because my guy and I do kink night. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like instead of date night, which we do that too, but it's like have a kink night where it's like you explore something new because you kind of never know what you're going to be into until you try it, right? There's Who who picks the the kink? We kind of collaboratively, sometimes we'll take turns. He's like, well, you chose this last time, so this is what I <laughs> You're want. all, last time you were the cop and I was the robber, so I want to be. I think she's getting a little more intense than that. <laughs> That's our kind of kink. It's kind of I'm fun though. <laughs> I don't dress up. <laughs> you mentioned sexy stranger, or that was a different term I heard, but like that was also going in a movie. To, was it? it was hot, yeah. Like a going to a like movie you go to or a bar yes. or something, you see, like you kind of pretend like you don't know each other yes. at the bar. Hot. You know what's hot is like flirting with your dude again and acting like you don't like it's the first time you've laid eyes on mm. them is really really hot because you see this person every day if you're living with your partner you see them every day and you're like okay we're going through the daily life grinds whatever it's like no let's meet in a space that's not our home and act like we've never met each other before and it's like oh and you start like finding yourself checking each other out like it's the first like oh i wonder what he's packing <laughs> yeah. yeah you know and, and kind of having like a flirtatious conversation as if this is the first time and then it, it definitely is like an aphrodisiac where you're mm-hmm. just like especially because i think with women women crave variety just as much if not more than men do right so yeah. we have this stigma of like well men cheat and there's more they're more excused for it because they need variety women need variety too mm. they're just not as fucking rude about it yeah. right but like women are not as sexually turned on because they need variety and if it's the same shit they're like, I'm kind of bored with this. There's a lot of books on this that I've read about women's sexuality and how we work, how our bodies work. And it's like, if you can find ways to introduce feeling like your partner is this new conquest, mm. it's really hot. It, and it brings back like, oh, like we could have just as much fun as yeah. like, a you know, a rando or like you know some women are into the one night stand thing it's like if you're if you think about him as like a new conquest it's fun yeah yeah i love you need that. to try that okay <laughs> okay you need to try that tonight tonight i'll find someone to the try it i do love the facetime sex in the dirty facetimes he travels FaceTime. a lot so he actually asked me to be his girlfriend right after we had facetime sex he was in the mountains this was four he's years like, ago i'm locking this bitch down yeah and he's like can we make this official so i love, I that. love that that's fun do but you it's... have like a whole ritual like you put a light kit up like what do you do for face because facetime can be intimidating it's for some funny people. yeah actually. i've never done I, I i've done the dirty talk and the yeah. dirty text and that's hot but facetime i'm like oh. it's a lot because you're like what is this angle like, yeah it's like everything? Uh, so i get <laughs> they do see literally everything but i get the red light on so i turn all my lights Red's off i have hot. a red light bulb that's hot. i'll have like some candles in the back so it's just a little glow yes and then i prop the phone up like in front I of the bed that. and call him and then play with your toys. And then play with my toys. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's hot. I have to be wasted, though. So it's always like when we both have been wasted. Yeah. Like, you got to be have drunk. A little, yeah. You got to not give a fuck. Right. You can't be self-conscious tipsy. at all on, on yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. FaceTime is a challenge that way. Yeah. It's all breaking up. You're all, hello? Um, okay. This <laughs> might like, be TMI. Have- <laughs> so on that same FaceTime, the first one, I started my period. <laughs> 
He's like, swear um, to God. I don't know. I think you fucked yourself to bleeding. <laughs> like, I was like, it's honey? just, honey, your dildo has knives. The funny thing is, he didn't even notice because he was probably just like, your dildo has knives. <laughs> honey, where did you get that? Do you have spikes on that thing? Put it away. Hey, it works. He though. didn't give a shit. And I was mortified. See, but. this is the biggest thing now is like, if a guy is down for your period, for me, I'm like, that's so hot to me. But that means like yeah. they're like primally because if a guy is not interested, I mean, not th- not to say that they're not interested in period sex. So that means that they don't like you at all. But I do think that it's like an indicator of primal attraction when you're just like, I don't care if you're fucking bleeding. Like, get yeah. on me. You it know? means they're a pussy, to be honest, <laughs> that they're not into it. Or too like. I just squeamish. never wanted anyone to touch me when I'm on my period. I barely yeah. want to see myself. I'm so horny on my period. <laughs> the most horny. I'm the most. I'm like, if you can't fuck me on my period, like, I'm going to cheat on you. <laughs> That's an ultimatum. Do you do it in the shower when you're on your period and the bed? We lay a towel down. We got a couple towels, some coconut oil. We call it good. Okay. Just like be prepared for the Okay, but for some of the ladies who had like me, like endometriosis and fibroids, I'm like, that that is so. Listen, when my cramps are popping, I'm like not interested. But yeah, I think that's a different story. When you're having like a painful, which then get on my Winnie John's nutrition hormone support (laughs) because it will help with your painful periods, I promise you. Yeah. My friend needs to get on that. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I think that's good. And I think you should try it tonight. Okay. Report I'll, report, I'll report back. <laughs> Are you married? Are you no, together? You've not been yet. together for years, Justin. right? I heard in your other podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've been together for four years. So it's, it. it's hitting that point again where the honeymoon phase is so fucking over. Mm-hmm. He's traveling. I'm busy. And we just don't make the time. So totally. I think establishing like that kink night, like can you schedule totally. it or is it a surprise? Yeah. And then the whole week, what's fun is like you can send each other like little porn clips or like Love that. little articles about this kink, right? Mm. And it's like, let's try this. Oh, this will be so fun. <laughs> ah, and you've All right, anticipate. you guys, whoever's ready for kink night with me, 72035. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not sure your number. Call Angel for a good time. I want a kink night, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Tell us Shit. what the easiest kink to start with is. Like, if we're nervous, if we don't even know where to begin. Well, I would say, like, role play can be kind of fun, where you meet each other out, and you don't have to pretend like your name is Ivana Fuckalot. <laughs> where are like, you can literally just say Ivana Fuckalot. Because <laughs> some people are like, I don't want to be an actress, because you have to, like, act the whole thing, and you yeah. can't break character. Oh God, I would be laughing. The but whole time. <laughs> I would also say, like, I mean, I'm all really easy is just anal. Just go for it. I mean, anal but, anal kink nights are really fun. There's an, there's kits. There's some fun S&M kits that are really fun that you can go to the sex shop at. And they give you a variety where there's like there's a flogger, there's a paddle, there's a leash. You can walk your partner. Like it's like there's different things you can try. And there's literally like they have a little variety pack where you're like, let's just try. Hmm. I would love to walk Justin around the house on a leash. I'm like vacuum here. Clean this baseboard. Can you bring it to the, the office. So put some walk. cookies in the oven. Can you bring clothes. it to the office so I can walk you. <laughs> Take her over to the podcast. Oh Bitch. Go work. I'm gonna drag her ass over here. Oh my god, I'm getting you a leash like, for me for Christmas. Suddenly I'm like not turned on though. I, I'm so turned on if you're just vacuum, like <laughs> No, that is a kink though, is to make them your sub your and be like, I literally took advantage of that one night. I was like, fold oh. my laundry now. Okay. Oh, that's something like I could my be good shoe. At. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whitney would say shit like, like that. Lick my shoe. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Lick, why not? Lick my shoe. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Or why not? One, one thing is like people that are interested in a threesome, but they're like, oh, it could ruin our relationship. So I'm not sure if we want to go there. Is talking about kind of like just talking shit as if you're like and what you would do to this other mm-hmm. partner and like it, bringing someone in as your little sex slave and just talking Ooh. shit to each other while you're fucking because I think that, that is That's- hot because then and it's also like it's bringing in this element of other without risking because sometimes that can be risky it, like I've, I've had one of my best friends has a baby from a threesome yeah. Um, and was she the guest star? She was the guest star, and she oh. they did it twice with the same girl. Oh. And three years later, bitch, you have a baby, mm-hmm. and it's a baby girl. Oh my god! So when Insane. my ex, who Alex knows, was into polyamory and was like, I, I, you know, I'm into threesomes. And listen, if you're into it, cool, do you? But for me, because I've seen my best friend go through that. I was there, like, it can fuck. get complicated. Yeah. It you can, never know. It's a liability at the end of the day, and you just want to make sure you're either really ready for that, or you're on the same page, or that the part, or that the person you're bringing in is like solid in terms of not trying mm-hmm. to fuck with your relationship. I think in my experience, it made our relationship so much hotter. That's great. I love that. See, did you and, finally but, do it? Did you find a guest? No, it was a foursome and it was in a different oh, country. See, I, I think know, that's hot. Yeah. That's hot, I think, too. I think it's like when two couples are going into it and they're like, we're we're, ready. we're all like Let's sticking together. Like, let's just have give you give you have more permission, mm-hmm. right? There's no threat, I guess. Mm-hmm. There, so I think I like you have to that. be secure. Yeah, I love that you did that. I love that for you. It was fun. <laughs> it and was that might have crazy. to be on our next kink night. <laughs> I'm like, here's on the queue, babe. Can you imagine me next to her with my tiny little flat titties, just like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> um, I love her little flat titties. I hate that she I puts them down. Perfect. Yeah, let's stop uh. it. <laughs> this conversation is going all sorts I of know, directions. but you know, listen, you're working out. You're working out in the bedroom. You're burning calories. I want to know That's how okay. much calories does one burn Ooh. when actually having sex? You, you know, know that? I've never worn one of those like bracelets. Should. I should, but I feel like, especially like, this is one reason why I liked, I've always liked athletes is because it's like, you're oh, yeah. literally working mm-hmm. and it's like hmm this is my cardio for the day mm-hmm. that's one thing I will say I mean shout out Chris good dick <laughs> <laughs> yay we love that for you Chris <laughs> we it's love that for you <laughs> it's just like always putting in work I think people couples get lazy and they go to their go-tos and they're mm-hmm. like this is like and you're kind of essentially masturbating with the other person totally. in the room and you're like no like let's put in work and it literally if you can treat it like your workout sometimes I'm like I'm not the most horny right now. I've had a really stressful day, but you know, I could really use a calorie burn and okay. make that be your little, and then you have a great night. Or what we'll do is like, another thing is like an aphrodisiac is start with like a sexy stretch. Like you literally just like a partner stretch with each other. Ooh. I need to open up and then it kind of lends itself into like this more sensual, you know, stretch. And then it's like, oh, we're fucking, you know? So I think nice. it's like, like if you just sort of use it as self-care, um, it can help with the libido aspects. I think women struggle with libido. I deal with a lot of women that are like, you know, my hormone support product is literally yeah. increases your libido clinically by like 72% because it's like you have to kind of have the right 
elements flowing and hormonally the right things going on in order to get lubrication. And like women are a lot more complex than just like a guy that can get his dick hard, right? It's a little different. So, but if you can make it like a self-care practice as well, then it makes it a lot more attractive to engage in that kind of conquest, I guess. I will say one thing, and because I know we have to close, but in my 20s and 30s, of course, I was raising kids and my hormones were crazy. My sex drive wasn't that great. But now in my 40s, I feel like I am back in my like early, like when I was at my horniest. and. Horrible time to be single because I could fuck a tree <laughs> that right is now. like your women hit their prime. Yeah, I feel like I'm at my 40s. prime where I'm embracing my body. I love my curves. I love where I I'm love at that. in my life. And I feel more horny than I've ever. Sorry, Gabby, if you're hearing this, close your ears. Oh, Gabby. <laughs> Poor Gabby. Um, but it, it, is that true? Do women do yes, peak at 40? They do. I've, I've, I have read a lot of studies about women in their 40s are kind of hitting their sexual prime. And it's funny, though, because couples technically are supposed to hit their sexual prime, like, in their, like, 70s, 80s. Like, they really? get really horny together. They're sort of in sync at that point. Um, I, but that I is do disgusting. Think, like, it but, takes that many years with a partner. <laughs> that is you do. disgusting. <laughs> oh, no, oh, ew, bro. No, Wait stop. till you see grandma porn. My friend sent me a clip of grandma oh, porn. No. And I was like, bitch, really? <laughs> okay, but, but we're going to be hot when we're 70, so it's fine. Exactly. I mean, I think it's like, I. but I do, I would have tons of toys on hand. If you're, like, not interested in the casual thing, it's mm-hmm. like, just take care of yourself. Like, yeah. there's no need in stifling it, too, because orgasms are so good for you and your health and your vitality it's like live it up yeah live it the fuck up baby (laughs) well i just want to thank you i have one more question where is whitney johns going one to five years like what what where do you see your business well i hope to really just expand the line my supplement line is growing a lot right now which is awesome um and just help help more people i want to do more in the way of like public speaking and kind of getting, I just want to help and reach people, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, my biggest thing lately has just been, how do I get in the rooms with these people? I've been online for so long. It was like, I used to be one-on-one with everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like getting back into the rooms with these people and connecting with them one-on-one because there's so many things that we can do to help each other, right? I think yeah. we're stronger together. And so I think to expand my brand in that way of just more, I guess, public education and public speaking and events like that is is kind of the goal right now. Love and that. I would attend. Oh, 100%. I love it. <laughs> I was going to say you're... I'll bring you guys up and bring a de- have a demonstration yes. on kink night. <laughs> oh, Lexi. I will attend. I'll be the demo girl. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, but no, I was going to say your whole vibe of the business goes so beyond personal training yeah your knowledge on nutrition hormone health we were talking before the episode about my health issue and you're the first person to even kind of know what that was so most people are like they don't know and i love that yes you're gorgeous and we've been talking about that but you're you have a brain and you're smart you know your shit you know and you've been doing it for a long time you're not just with this wave of people Mm -hmm. who want to do fitness Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like and i'm sure you've noticed that you have been doing it for a long time and and that's why i do the app too because i feel like i don't feel even sitting next to you i know that 
you make you empower women to totally. feel beautiful in their own body. So that I'm excited so to see what your business unfolds and even to see what you and Chris do in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know everything. We want it videoed, actually. Yeah. Report back I'm each all, night. Send so. me some of those texts. I want to read them. Yeah. Loop us in group chat. No, but we will have you back again. I think um, I just want to thank you for being thank part you of the so podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And definitely going to download the app. Lexi needs to download it. I'll send right you. now. I'll send you it. Yeah, and where can they follow you on Instagram? What's the website? At Whitney Johns or WhitneyJohns.com. Amazing. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You guys are so awesome. It hurts to be pretty, pretty, pretty.